Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hello, everybody. It's Husband and Wife Sentenced to Life, episode 116, on Monday 19th of September. It is Simon here, swimmer, um... Fake scrambled egg maker, uh, day offer, day offer, I think. And it's Laura over there, crier, um, shop fashionista, just been to shops. <laughs> what else are you? Um, what else has gone on? Uh, that's all I've got. Okay. All right. <clears throat> now, you've... you've just on the intro of the music playing, then you almost started crying. I am. I am fighting it back already. Because today <laughs> is the day of Queen Elizabeth II's funeral, which we... Look, I've took a day off work. I'm supposed to be doing it on the radio today. It's Monday. But I, I I took a day off. Yeah. I did the show when she died. It was a very difficult show to do. And I thought today, I don't want to do... I can't do the same kind of show again. But they're doing the funeral while I'm on air. Yeah. So it wouldn't seem proper. I don't think. I call me old fashioned. So I've, I asked if I could have a day off. Right. You know, uh, so we're off. And the girls are both off. Now, I wanted to keep the girls off anyway, but it wasn't going to happen. However, Betsy got her sore throat over the weekend. She had to, we said this in the last podcast. She had to come home early from a sleepover. Yeah, she, she didn't even go to her performing arts. Didn't, didn't do performing arts yesterday. We're just keeping her off to. <clears throat> what I don't like is parents who are like, oh, they're well enough to go in today, and then everyone gets poorly. So she's off today. Honey, mine, I picked it up from her. She got a little tickle. So, on the one hand, 
it probably seems like we've kept them off, but everyone's off. Do you know what though? I, even if we had, it's uh, I, I would have I feel said like it. it's our rightful day in you know yeah the, yeah. the British like um, I know some other countries. I think uh, I know Sri Lanka are Philippines are that you know yeah. And I think you should be given the option. Yeah. I mean, I think if you, you know, at work, I don't know if they should, in a foreign country like we are, they perhaps shouldn't say it's a day off. You know, it doesn't cost you anything. You know, you've got to take it as a holiday, I guess. But they should give you the option, at least, giving people the chance. And I think they should have said that at the British curriculum schools as well. Yeah. Um, Which which led me on to something. Do you ever have arguments with yourself? Um... Sort of, yeah. So this morning, because well, I, I got up and went swimming this morning. Oh, so much bliss. I didn't have to do a school run today because the girls were off. So I went swimming at seven o'clock this morning. I swim every day. Yeah. But seven o'clock, I'm the first in the pool. The guy's always surprised to see me. You know what I mean? He's not even got his book out yet. You have to <laughs> sign into the pool. And while I was doing the swimming, I was thinking about, because I'd heard a story about um, they did a, there was a football game in Scotland. One of the teams, I think it might have been Celtic. Now, I'm not trying to upset any Scottish people here. And there was a silence for the Queen. And yeah. they all sang anti-royalist songs during the silence, right? Now, we know people who are into the old Celtic, you yeah, know, yeah. out here. People who are very level-headed, normal people. And then you get they get a sniff of that, the old passions there. Yeah. And they lose it, yeah. right? Now, I know there's history to that. And I know it's very passionate for some people. But anyway... My thought was, I bet they're all taking bank holiday. <sighs> so I was having this thought to myself, yeah. right, as I was swimming this morning. I was thinking, you know, I think if there was a bank holiday here, we deserve the bank holiday because I, we're not like staunch royalists with the picture up and the tea towels and everything, you know, but I, we followed the royal family. We've watched The Crown, you know, we we recognise that there are issues within the royal family, but yeah, we kind of like the institution. Yeah, I've always, and I don't want you emailing us about this. Yeah, we know, we know, you know, your opinion's your opinion, our opinion's our opinion. You know, don't like us any less. It's just one of them things. Some people like Formula One. I think you're idiots, <laughs> and that's all all the time. It's rammed down your throat. Some people like Premiership football. It's, it's rammed down your throat all the time. Rugby, cricket, rammed down your throat all the time. I don't mind the royal family. I don't. I don't go and watch them every Saturday and talk about it nonstop well, let's face on Twitter. It, there's a hell of a lot of uh, bad stuff goes on behind the scenes within football, as we Big well time. know. So yeah, so that's a huge, huge, like massive discussion there that you could open up. But yeah, but yeah, we don't want to go into that. But yeah, today I put a little post on um, because tomorrow is the anniversary of when the QE two ship when when she was launched. Yeah. So, so 55 years tomorrow. And she's docked, of course, in the in, dry docks here in uh, Dubai. Yeah. And uh, we've spent a lot of time on there. We've done a lot of events on there. Betsy's performed on there. We were on there with Paul Zerdin. We've done a lot of uh, brunches up there and things like that. We know the people who run it. Yeah. And uh, it's just a piece of history. It's a floating museum, really, isn't it? And yeah. And you walk on there and you can feel the you past. You can feel it and you can still smell it, which and is it what I love. it looks exactly the same, which I love. Yeah, but so... Uh, and for me, that thing of where growing up, you, when you look out of my parents' living room window, you can see the sea. And obviously Southampton is famous for its docks and many ships sail from there. So the QE2 always sailed from Southampton. So yeah. it was a big deal. Like I, I literally can remember, oh, the QE2 is going by. 
So amazing. We'd all go and stand up, watch it, Waving. and I just remember that excitement. And I, I, I think I always thought the Queen was on in, on board, but yeah. So it's it, that kind of felt something this morning. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's just another weird old day, isn't it? But back to the argument I had with myself this morning. Go on. Yeah. So I had that thought of, well, these, these people. You should have to prove yourself if you want the bank holiday. If you're going to be like that. <laughs> Or you should, if you're standing by your morals, and I'm standing by mine here, I'm talking about my feelings about it. If you're standing by your morals, and I know it's not trendy, you know, I know the hipsters aren't into the Queen, and I know young people aren't into it and stuff like that. Fine. Mm -hmm. These are my, this is my thing. Yeah. Right? And I'm sad about it. So she's been someone in my life, all my life. Um, if, if you've got morals, go to work. Because <laughs> I bet they're all barbecuing, or I bet they're all sat, look, you know, well, I'm not watching it on Twitter. Well, I'm off, but I'm not watching it. And making a, making a point of saying it as well. Yeah. As soon as you say that, your phone, your phone should ring. It should be work. Get in here. You always eight hours today, right? I'm having that argument. And then you know what I said to myself? It was like question time. <laughs> I went, ah, but what about Christmas? And and the other me, what do you mean what about Christmas? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. You you have a day off at Christmas, don't you? You like a day off at Christmas? You enjoy your Christmas holiday? You're not religious? Ah, good point, good point, <laughs> right? Meanwhile, backstroke, backstroke, backstroke. <laughs> so that's the argument I had with myself this morning. So that's what day it is today. It's the Queen's funeral. We're doing a little... Uh, Afternoon tea. Like a cream tea, aren't we? We're doing finger sandwiches. That's not a euphemism. Not, <laughs> the girls are off. We haven't got time. Um, we're doing that. We're doing... Some scones. Some scones. But even I just got out the... Because whenever it's been the Jubilees or anything, you know, like An a, occasion. a royal wedding... We do we do a similar thing, but make a bigger thing of it. And I've still got all like napkins that have got the Queen's face on and stuff like yeah. that. So I just got them out and I thought, oh my goodness, is this the last Isn't one it? I'm going to use them? It won't be. It won't be. I like the little three-tiered plate, you know, the the stand. Cake stands. Lovely that, isn't it? Yeah. I like to see that sort of stuff. So we're doing that today. So we're not going to hang about today. Also coming up, we have got, well, it's the final, one of the final parts we recorded of uh, our travel diaries, but it's not going to be the last one. Yeah. Because we didn't have time to record. Well, we never got round to recording the Frampton on Seven diaries. So it's going to be, this one is going to be, we, uh, we, we did a stopover in Amsterdam and then we went to Calshot, where your parents live, on the Solent, on the Southampton Water. And um, we had a week there or so. So it's just talking about that, and it, we're leaving again. So it was the last, you know, it was the last bit of that trip. Yeah. A little bit of a recap. So that's coming up in a bit, but we've got a few things to talk about today. Yeah. All right. First thing I want to talk about is the milk carton trick. Oh, I haven't used it since, by the way. No, neither have I, because I keep forgetting. But it is amazing. Come on, right, hand on heart. That is amazing. Yeah. Well, and I've not, I've not seen it on the TikToks. I've not seen it on the Instagram reels. I've not seen it on Twitter. I just, you know, like a caveman discovering Flint or the wheel. I'm going to stay, sorry. Go on. <coughs> Every effing episode. <coughs> Good God. <coughs> Seven's an orgasm. She stopped. As usual, she stopped on three, just short of the orgasm. <laughs> Not on the day of the Queen's funeral. Come on, Simon, keep it clean. So anyway, we are we use them square milk cartons with a little round. TikTok. I'm gonna do it on TikTok, right? I mean, I don't know why you were so negative about it because it's brilliant. So when you pour a cup of coffee, 
with yeah. the milk carton, especially if it's a full one. When you're going to put your coffee in, as you start pouring the milk, it goes plop, 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 and it splashes everywhere, yeah. right? The milk doesn't come out in an even flow. And I don't know what possessed me to do it. So the, when you've got the carton sideways, so the top of the carton is sideways because you're pouring. Yeah, the pouring spout is on one side of the carton. Pouring spout's lower. Yeah. You have it close to the cup, right? Yeah. Well, this is going to blow your mind. Your mind have done it. I don't know if this, somebody else has discovered this. If you turn that carton round, so as you pour, the spout is at the top of the square and not the bottom. It comes out as an even flow. It never does plop, plop. It doesn't feel natural, though. Uh but yes, it works. Yes, it doesn't feel natural. Does driving feel natural? Not first time you do it. Does does making sweet love feel natural? Not not sometimes, depending on how you do it. Some things don't feel natural, but they are the right order of the world. Okay. Look, if you've never tried that, try it and then get in touch and it will blow your mind. No more plop plops. So that's that's it. The Just milk do carton. Hear, hearing you say plop plop is gonna put some people off. Yeah, milk carton hack. Well, you'll never hear plop plop again. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, let's talk about uh, your. You've becoming a film star this weekend. Yeah, I don't know how much we're allowed to say. Well, so it's it's directed by the first ever female UAE director. There must have been others. Well, she's the most prominent. Let's say that's her. That's her spiel. Yeah. But yeah, she's uh, she's made she's made quite a few things that have done good. Okay. Um. But, but yeah. So. But you don't have to talk about the the what's about or anything like that. No, but she said she did. She openly said it's kind of like thrillery, you know. But yeah. yeah. But the some of the students um, were in it as extras. Yeah, Honey was in it. I, d- I did a bit. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. You were out all day, weren't you? Did, you? did they put makeup on you? No, they didn't. Oh, you weren't that important then? No, they, 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 did, <laughs> they, did, on the, uh, they did on the principal. But, um, no, it was interesting, like, especially for Honey, because she wants to go into acting, screen acting. So she got to see that side of it. I mean, like, I, I've done it a few times, but she's never done it. So for her, it was quite... Have we ever talked about this? You've been in a film. I don't know how many films you've been in, but you've definitely been in one that's a film that is out there for people to watch. And we tell each other absolutely everything, and you've refused to tell me this film. I know. Do you it's, do? Is it? It's not. Is it a porn? No, it's not. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, no. how old were you when you were in a I film? I made some money if it was. Yeah, uh, yeah. How old were you? Um, maybe fifteen. Maybe. So I know what you're doing. You're trying to not give me the year so I can't go on IMDb and see what was being filmed in your region. No, but it was really annoying because I was recalled several times for one of the main parts. Yeah. And I'm gonna, no, I'm not going to say what they said because it sounds big-headed. But they, yeah. I, 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 it was between me and another girl. and uh, It were Goonies, weren't it? They said you were too good looking to play... The, what's he called in Goonies? Chooks! That's what that they that, that's what they said to me. But anyway, they told you you were too good looking to be in a film. No, no, no. I'm out, you should have that on your gravestone. No, no. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> I'm not that, that, sounds, that sounds really. No, no, no. Hey, you're pretty. Everybody, I won't be going out. But anyway, so yeah. And then, should I tell me other quick stories? Simon Pegg was meant to be a zombie in Hot Fuzz. In no, Shaun, Shaun of, of the, the Dead. Dead. Yeah, I turned that one down. Then you turned down Hot uh, Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. Uh, then the other one was Mission Impossible out here, the ballroom scene. Got asked to be in that. 
Didn't go. You and I were going to Sri Lanka, so turn that one down. So yeah, and there's been a couple of others, but and imagine it's that it's been wrong place, wrong time. Simon Pegg, there's family connections with Simon Pegg anyway, right? Yeah. But imagine uh, you do Shaun of the Dead, you've heightened the family connection. You're going to do the ballroom scene on Mission Impossible. There he is, sat in his foldy chair. Oh, go, yeah. Hey, Simon, it's, it's me, Laura. You know, mum and dad, Greece, whatever, Falaraki. And, um, you, oh, Laura, Tom, let's bump her up. She's good. She's good. She was too good looking to be in that film back in 1986. <laughs> right? And there you go. Who knows where you'd be now? I know, right? But you're stuck here. Yeah. So you did your filming. You were out for the day. I looked after Betsy for the day. Yeah. No, now that was, was the next. That's yeah. where you're off to. If you listen to the last podcast, which was the end of the review, end of the week review, you started huffing about three quarters of the way through because you had to go. Right. Yeah. No. It, oh. But no worries. Right. Moving on. We had. Uh, I want to talk about me, me Hollywood hair, because people seem this seems to make people laugh when I tell them about it, and I think it's a, uh, I think it's a goodie, don't you? I woke up the other day. No, I think this is like. <laughs> uh, do you ever wake up with Hollywood hair is the question. No. Like, do you ever get up? Yeah, but. You say always say about bad hair. Thing, one of the sexiest things about some women is when they get up in the morning. Fellas know what I'm talking about here. And they do it in films where the woman's got the man's shirt on. You know, the, the night before they've been bumping uglies. The next morning. She gets up, the curtains are billowing, you know, the white curtains. Here she comes, shaggy hair, not, not to pardon the expression. And, um, you know, she's got the pot yeah, of coffee yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And she's got his T-shirt on or his shirt. I'm sure they did it in first Top Gun. And that shaggy bed hair look on a woman. Meg Ryan was the queen of the shaggy bed hair, bed hair look. Right. right. Yeah, go on. It's a great look. Me. Yeah. I have got the most root one men's hair ever. Short back and sides every time I go. Tintin quiff at the front. That's my hair. Yeah. Right? And it probably looks exactly the same to you whatever I do with it. Unless I bleach it, something like that. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you'd, you'd go for the full shaved head. Sometimes yeah. you go for the grown yeah. curly look. But, but as it is now, yeah. I'm sure it just looks the same but to I you every day. I think this is how I like it best. Right. I got up on Tuesday morning and... I walked into the bathroom. I go swimming every morning. So the tragedy is, me hair weren't going to stay like this. I looked in the mirror and I just, my first thought was, God, I look like I'm going to a photo shoot. <laughs> now, I sometimes have to do photo shoots for work and things like that. So I know what I, thought, I hate photo shoots with a passion. I'm thinking this would be a good day for me hair at least. The rest of me would look crap, right? So then I go and swim. Goodbye, Hollywood hair. Have a shower, come out, it's it's gone. And it's like a it's like walking past a beautiful stranger and catching each other's eye. It's like seeing a shooting star. It's like that first bite of food when you're hungry. It was here and it was gone like that into the ether. Hollywood hair. Mm. I just don't know if it this must be a thing that happens to other people. You ever walk into the bathroom? Fonzie used to do it, didn't he? You know in the happening in happy days in the opening credits. That bit, he'd walk into the bathroom and he'd put the comb up to his hair and go, hey, I don't need to, I've got Hollywood hair, I'm Fonzie. I did a Fonzie. Wow. But it was gone within minutes. So that's that's all I've got to say about it. What, and you, you've kind of, I feel like you've done that thing that wives do where you just like humour me. Yeah, well, 
it just it doesn't look any different it but but to you yes i understand it does it's like I how many know. times do you ask me about your hair no i know i get it i've had I my get it. cut can you tell i've had a bit cut off the sometimes ends, can you, tell? you can put on an outfit and it looks you're like yes yeah, loving it you can put that outfit on a couple of weeks later and you're just like, oh, I hate all of my clothes in the wardrobe. I don't, nothing, nothing I put on yep. looks right. Ugh. It's just how you feel inside, I think. I put on an outfit to go and do that school gig. And I thought, I look cool here. I've got my cool new trousers on from skateboard shop. Yeah. Wacky trousers. Got a nice super dry t-shirt on. I think I look all right. I've lost a bit of weight. Yeah. It's not that noticeable, but I've lost a bit of weight. Right. I felt good. Later that day, I saw the photos and video from the event. I just look like a fat bag of spanners. Yeah, broke but, me heart. So that's different. Looking back at pictures of yourself, yeah, like, try not to do it. Um, a smug. I've got a couple. Go on in. Right, I'm going to tell you first off about. I'm calling it my Mr. Bean moment. Mr. Bean moment. What's your Mr. Bean moment? Well, now I initially yesterday morning I did take Betsy to her performing arts. Yeah, I thought you know what she'll pep up a bit once she's there. As we said, she's feeling poorly. Yeah, she was adamant. I, I'm not well and for Betsy to miss a performing arts that's a big deal so you know I should have listened to her anyway get all the way there and she's just clingy she's like mommy I feel like I'm gonna faint I, I can't do this my head's banging I feel sick if she was faking it by the way she she played it to the nth degree she she didn't just do the in the morning try yeah, yeah. and genuinely I thought oh once she's there with her mates and she'll be fine yeah she she just even her mates were trying to coax her over anyway so then um she she just wants to get in the car and gone. So I said, go on, here's the keys, you know, go and start the car up, you know, start, put yeah. the AC on. I'm walking out a little bit slower because I'm walking out with a friend and uh, we're just chatting because we've not seen each other for a while. And I suddenly see this black Pajero <laughs> reversing, <laughs> right? I, I know where I've parked. I'm like, I swore, shout, me and my friend Shelley, we just start. Please tell me you went to car. We start running towards this Pajero, which is parked right next to mine, by the way. Oh my God, this is brilliant. I'm, we're running. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, my car's moving. So like thinking. She's driving it. Put it into reverse or yeah. something's gone on. Anyway, then as it's moved, because we're like parallel parked, I see that mine's just right behind How it. How close were you? What, to the car? Yeah. Right up to it. And I, but so my, did the driver see you having a fit? Maybe, maybe, but they wouldn't know what, what we were laughing at. And then I get as you get to the car, and Betsy's going with the key, like trying overdoing to, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like Betsy, stop, stop. So my heart was going. I love like, it. Like, but yeah, you should have seen us running down the streets shouting, "No, no!" I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had an argument yesterday, not a proper argument, did we? But it was once again the everybody in the family against me argument, which I hate. And you guys sometimes, you, you make out like my, I, I don't know if you think I lie or just make things up from my youth, right? Mom, I don't remember this. So this is how much attention I pay as a dad, by the way, to school lunches, right? You're talking about getting the school lunches ready for today because at that point you didn't know the girls weren't going in today. Yeah. Right. And uh, if... Honey had gone to school today. She'd have she'd have been finished by lunchtime. They did, they did a thing today where if you wanted to leave early, you could. Yeah. To watch the funeral, you yeah. know, pay your respects, all that kind of thing. So Honey was only doing a half a day. So you're talking to her about doing the school lunches, and I say, "What? Well, she's coming home at lunchtime. She don't oh, need a lunch, right?" It's coming back to me. And you say, "Yeah, but she needs morning snack." Right now, li 
Um, let me say this, and if you're listening to it, please get in touch. If you husbandandwifepod at gmail.com, please get in touch if you're like me on this, because I'm not lying when I say this, right? I didn't have packed lunches at school for one. So I said, what do you mean a morning snack? And you're like, well, they have the break in the morning. And I just went, what, playtime? Because that, you remember, yeah, before yeah. you went to big school, the, the gap you have between, before lunch, you have a gap in the morning and it's playtime yeah. or break, as you call it when you go to secondary school, but playtime. Yeah. And I'm like, you give them a, you give them a packed lunch for playtime? Yeah, yeah, they have a snack at playtime. And I'm like, what? Oh, a penguin or a whatever. An apple. Yeah, yeah. a penguin. <laughs> oh, bloody apple. Well, I, I used to have a... I, you you take something out of your lunchbox. Don't before. tell me. I know what you are. You had a blue ribboned no. or a trio. 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 <laughs> I loved a trio. I love a blue No, ribbon. but it was normally a penguin. But yeah. But, so then I'm like incredulous. Playtime for me, as I remember it, was you've been sat down... The whole point is you have a run around and get rid of yeah. all your excess energy. Then you're ready to sit down for Whilst two more lessons. Whilst munching on your penguin. There's no munching on... No. So, so, and then you're around me. You got a snack when you... I never... And I swear to God, I'll I'll get me mum on and record her saying this. But I bet you there were people that in your year group, at break time, they took out a snack. The teachers go and have their coffee. Back then there were no fat kids, remember? There were one... For, every I'm school had about, one fat kid, right? Yeah, but I'm not talking about that. I'm, I bet that kid had it. No, no, I'm like, right. I swear to, sorry, I was having a drink then. I swear to God, right, if you said that morning snack was going to be healthy from now on, they'd stop having it. If you if you said, right, look, the chocolate for a morning snack's ridiculous. You shouldn't be having a mid-morning chocolate bar. No, 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 We're no. We're going to give That's you... That's just my example. I used to have a penguin because the thing is... But the girls get chocolate. The difference is, yeah, yeah, no, they, they'll have, they've got a penguin in their lunchbox, but... The, you used to go to school, like, school usually started quarter to nine in the UK, still does. Um, so your break time was like a quick 20 minute break. You'd go out, you'd literally have your apple or your, your penguin or, I, d- I don't remember people having their crisps at lunch, at break time, but, but here you start school at like seven o'clock in the morning. So you're starting a lot <laughs> earlier. So you've got a couple of hours extra, but then some schools, what they do is rather than having a long lunch, they, they have a two long like yeah. longer breaks rather than a quick and a longer so and you get time to eat your snack first before you go out because it's hot here as well remember i understand the thought thinking behind it right and you know what kids are like they're always hungry yeah and i'm need, always hungry yeah but they need they need the food for fuel to work you see i work pillock i work you know i don't what have I a mean. mid-morning chocolate bar anyway I think that you should do a little experiment and say, look, girls, for health reasons, we're just going to make it grapes and blueberries or something like that. See if it, Good oh, luck with that with Betsy, by the way. Right. Well, try it with a 17-year-old. Honey, honey takes two lots of fruit every day. See how she goes on if you say, come on, you shouldn't be having... You're 17, you should be looking it. after your skin and all that. If I you said see to her, how that goes down. She's not, if I said to her, you're not having a chocolate bar, that's fine. But you're, you're focusing too much on the chocolate bar. The point was you didn't agree with them having snack. Now, the snack could be a tangerine. It could be an apple. It could be yeah. a yeah, 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 pot yeah. of grapes. Yeah, yeah. It isn't. No, it is. <laughs> I bet you now there are some kids in Betsy's <laughs> Not year. ours. No, no, Betsy won't because Betsy doesn't eat fruit or vegetables. She's one of those kids, right? No matter how hard I've tried, right? But there, there will be some kids that take out a little fruit salad or a little fruit pot at, at snack time. 
But the lesson to take away from this is, A, how lazy I am not knowing that they have a mid-morning snack. That shows how much I've done lunches. Never. Yeah. Right? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And um but I I'm not sure it's something I agree with. I'm not being a grumpy old dad. I just don't think What bit of it don't you agree agree with? They have breakfast. I mean you're supposed to have three meals a day, right? They have breakfast, they have lunch, and they have dinner, right? I don't think they need the snack. I'm, I'm standing by it. I'll die on that sword, right? I, I disagree. Then, you've never worked, second part of this You've argument, never worked in a school with kids and then start... No, I haven't, because start, I mean, past. Starting to get hungry. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, then this, the next thing, and this always happens in one of these things, when I say something about the past, like when I said that... You know, my dad bought me that game Operation one Christmas and didn't get me batteries, so I didn't. I never knew it buzzed, right? Oh, that didn't am. That didn't am. So I went like that during this argument. Well, you went. You didn't go to school till nine o'clock, and I went. No, no, we got school at five past eight. No, you did not. You might have like, left to go to school. For, no school starts at five past eight. Laura, I remember it. I knew what time I had to be in. I mean, the recall. It just. Why would I say such a such a random number? So so anyway. That, then I have to defend. It's almost like I have to go back to my school and say, do you have records of the uh, school bell times from 1980? I know, but sometimes 80? I feel like you, you play out this hard Dunbar guy. Oh, I've, I never got to watch Disney films. And it's not, no, right, Disney films. I don't know what happened there, but my mum never took me to pictures to see them, right? She took me to see Star Wars. She took me to see E.T. She took me to see Sinbad and the Eye of the Tiger. I did get to see Herbie, uh, Evil Knievel. I got to see some good films, right? But they never took me to Disney films. I don't know. Maybe it was his fascist background. Maybe that's why I didn't get to see Disney films, because Walt Disney, <laughs> a bit of a history, right? Anyway, you know, maybe it was his workers' labour's rights. I don't know. Maybe my parents were a bit more <laughs> right on than I thought. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but I'd never seen any proper Disney films, really. Um, so I'm not, I'm, it's not the hard done by thing. You saw the shock and you can hear it in my voice now. I know, but I... I'm saying to you, I reckon there were people that when you went to school with that at at break time, and maybe it is because you didn't have packed lunches, but at break time, they would take a bit out of their packed lunch. Yeah. So you probably had the option of taking... We had a tuck shop in secondary. Yeah, no, no, I'm not talking about secondary. I'm talking about primary. You probably had the option of taking a snack for break, but you, because you had school dinners, you probably just... I, I mean, I've got very vague memories, but I can't remember anybody ever doing it. I genuinely can't. Whether they, or they, if they kept them in or something like that. But playtime, you're all kicked out into the yard, you know, with the, them aunties. You know, the, them weren't teachers. They were them women who watched Playground. Um, the dinner ladies. Yeah. 
a couple of them are your, your auntie Val. <laughs> anyway, weren't proper aunties. Um, let's move on because we're getting close to half an hour here. I've got another quick school sco- Go story on, to follow on quickly. So the other day, one of my old colleagues from out here, mm-hmm. she's now back home in um, New Zealand. Right. And uh, she um, is now like a primary school teacher. She's one of the best primary school teachers I've ever come across. She's great. And um, she said one of her children put their pet cat in their rucksack and brought it to school. That is amazing. So they, she, <laughs> the girl gets to school, opens her rucksack. She's put it in there, obviously, on, on purpose. So then she has to deal with the fact that there's a cat in the classroom that's been brought in. And that, by the way, for the students, best day ever. Yeah. Do you remember this? Now tell me, I'm going to say this and you're going to say, no, that never happened. We were all on Nintendos, right? When a dog got into the schoolyard. Mm, I don't really remember. Oh, my God. There'll be people listening to this cheering in the cars now. When a dog got into the schoolyard at school, every kid was at the window. The, the building could have tipped up. Everyone's at the window cheering. The dog in the schoolyard. And the, you know, the dog's just doing that gambling around the schoolyard. Yeah. And everyone's shouting out. The teacher, Mr. Brown, Mr. Trisha, sit back down, lad, sit back down. But we don't care because it's a dog in the schoolyard. It's like we've never seen a dog before. It's like Sam Neill in Jurassic Park when he lifts his glasses up like that. Da, 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 da. And it's just a dog, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's broken the monotony of school. So a cat in somebody's bag, best thing ever. Well, it reminded me of a story that my mum told me. Now, obviously, hearing that, you're going to think it's false straight away because my mum's my mum said it. Well, it's been said on this podcast over the 115 <laughs> episodes that your mum is an outrageous liar. So one of her cousins was on a school trip to the zoo. And I think it was Southampton Zoo. I don't think it was London Zoo. I think in my head I say London Zoo, but I think... I'm it, already predicting here what lie your mum's told. I, about think it was, I think it was Southampton Zoo, but you remember back zoos years ago? Let me just write down what I think this is going to be. What, what animal? You've heard the story before. So, this can't be true. Right. Go on. So obviously back, back in the day, zoos were a lot less secure and you know you could oh, I mean if you understand this story there were no fences there were no the tigers were just walking no, no, around no. cafe maybe some of the dangerous ones but the, yeah. the other animals like your meerkats and things like that you could you could get up close and personal with now one of her I'm sure it was one of her cousins put a penguin in their school bag and took and stole a penguin and took it back to school I mean I've written that down so I must have heard this before yeah I don't believe it for a second I'm Again, why would she tell me this story? So I've always had this story. So when I saw that cat story, it made me chuckle and think about the, the st- stealing the penguin. I made to mine's granddad told him that the red velvet curtains were made out of cow's tongues. No. Pe- old people say some mad stuff. I can totally believe that. I can totally believe that a kid would do that. On Grange Hill. <laughs> no way did somebody get away with a penguin. Right. I have to, I'm going to have to bring it up because I've not heard a talk about that story for years. I'm going to have to... Because you know when you're a kid and you hear these stories, you probably exaggerate them or, or you know. Uh, right, remind me, I'm putting this on social media. I'm going to put it on best school story about like a school distraction, right? Yeah. I mean, something very sad happened at my school. Somebody, a kid got killed in my playground uh, one day at school. Okay. Not long before I left. He got A kid came on on a motorbike during lunchtime. I mean, if we'd have all been uh, having and snacks. And ran him over. Ran him over and killed him in the schoolyard while all the kids were there. Gosh. Yeah. It's a true story. See, I think it made the newspapers, but it was, it's, it was terrible. Yeah. 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 
And it, it was like a revenge attack, by the way. You oh, know? really? On, yeah, the, on the school? On, no, no, the, the kid the kid himself. Oh, you know, really? Something to do with his big oh, brother or something gosh. like that. I'm not going to name any names. But, but, uh, but I mean, I took it down there, aren't I? Yeah. So, uh, so I apologise for that. And, penguins and kittens are cuter. Yeah, I mean... I'd much rather have that. If you are going to send us an email, husbandandwifepod at gmail.com, that's where I'd like you to mention, not the uh, yeah. people who got killed at your school. Uh, this weekend, the best laugh I've had this weekend was <laughs> yesterday. Uh, we came home, we did a quiz yesterday, we came home, we were both a bit exhausted, and uh, our dog has not been out for a walk for some time, and you can tell this because he leaves a Morse code. You know when planes fly over... A deserted island and people leave a message in pebbles that says help yeah, yeah. when they're stranded. Well, Charlie does that for passing planes. And what he does is he leaves a Morse code message out of dog poo all the way around our swimming pool, right? Yeah. Now, I don't know if I've not been out the back of the house the entire weekend. You've not been out picking dog poos up. There was an incredible amount of dog poo, right? Yes. So... <laughs> So we went to take the dog out and me being me, what you do is you tie the dog poos up and you put them next to the gate. So the next time we take him out, we can put him in the dog poo receptacle, which is on the lake behind our house. Yeah, it's, right? on our, it's on our walk. Yeah. On the first part of our walk. But because we've not took him out for a few days, these poo bags have been piling up. Please close your, not if you're driving, but close your eyes and try and picture the scene here. We went to take him out <laughs> last night and as well as the ones that have been piling up, you then had to clean up about what, another four... Full-sized, you know, piles of poo. He, he had a poo party, yeah, yesterday. I'm going to say family bag of Maltesers on each one, right? <laughs> that kind of consistency and size, yeah? <laughs> so me being me, Betsy's coming with us. So I, and I did it on purpose, I can admit this now. I opened the back gate and it steps down to the lake. I so know you did it on purpose. I've got the dog, I see all the dog poo bags. <laughs> so what I do is I hold the dog in one hand, his lead, and Betsy's scooter in the other. And I make a kerfuffle about it, like, oh, I can't pick anything else up because I want you to carry the poo bags. Oh, my God. How much was I laughing? And there's people around, which made it even funnier. Lord, you had to go to the poo bin, which is 50 yards from the back of our house across the lake. And you were carrying... I mean, I said you looked like you were coming back from Big Shop. <laughs> you know when you come out to Asda or Spinney's? And you've got Spinnies your hands loaded with you've bags, got, yeah. You're balancing like... But literally, you had as much poo as it looked like you'd been shopping. Yeah, well, I'm... I know some people are going to say it's not environmentally friendly, but I'm, I am I have to do like one bag. One bag, one poo? Yeah, because I I, I don't are, like I don't like when it starts falling out and you're trying to grab it. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm yeah. funny about it. No one wants to be juggling poo. no. But yeah, the, the, they are they are actually biodegradable bags anyway. So that's that. But yeah, so I, I had a lot of bags. I had a lot of bags. <laughs> I looked horrific, like walking down. And your fashion, you were kind of like you are now: bed clothes, joggers, t shirt. Did yeah. you put a bra on? I don't think I did have. No, one. no, 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 no. If you ever want to see some good boobs, guys, come when we're walking the dog. It's worth coming to have a look. Mine and Laura's. I've oh yeah, it's on super there. sexy, yeah. isn't it? Me with with. Well, it, it's a conflicting thing to find attractive. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, I am trying to cut down on phone use and I'm trying really hard, switching my phone off at nights, not picking it up in the evenings. And it was there on the table and I normally take it in case I'm taking a sunset picture or something funny happens. I didn't take my phone and I was devastated. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to try and paint what I saw. Okay. I want to have a got painting anyway. I've got a little canvas upstairs. I'm going to try and paint exactly what I saw that day. 
because it was so beautiful. <laughs> Laura with the pool bags. Right, we're, we're going to wrap up in a sec. Uh, have you got anything else? Just really quickly, uh, I've got a recommendation. Are you, re- are you ready for Yeah. That? Yeah. Just, uh, I listened to the, um, it's called The Diary of a CEO podcast with, and it, uh, the episode. It's a big I, podcast, this. It's really big in charts. I've never listened to it. Yeah. Um, the, the guy, uh, well, he says he, he, he basically dropped out of uni and I think he basically built his way up back in like the business world. And I think he might have done Apprentice or something like that. But anyway, this particular episode is the Chris Kamara one. So, if you you know if you like football or if you don't like football, it's still worth a listen because. So Chris Kamara is a commentator. He's got a bit more. He's put an album out recently. I mean, basically, he is a national treasure. Yeah. If you think about people who are national treasures, Stephen Fry, people yeah. like that, Chris Kamara is a national treasure. We've, we've always loved him. He just makes me laugh. He's a nation's he just, clown. He just football's yeah, clown. Unbelievable, Jeff is his. Yeah. But yeah, he and he's, he's been poorly. He's, he's got, got some apraxia, which right. is when your brain can't tell you how to speak properly so it's very slow the process so yeah. for somebody that's um a commentator broadcaster presenter it's a career ender yeah and and so it's about him saying that he feels like he's a fraud but it also goes back to his history um you know and the racism they experienced as a footballer right back at the beginning and it's quite horrific the things he went through and how he j- just kind of took it you know yeah. like it's interesting and then he talks about his family and there was a point where he talks about his mum which was you know really got to me I thought I hope my kids talk about me the way he talked about his yeah. mum but yeah it's really worth a listen and and just just you know and apparently yesterday um at a Middlesbrough match um the fans had put a massive sign saying you're not a fraud you're unbelievable Cammy." so I oh, thought that was really that's sweet. nice isn't it so, yeah so it's, it's apparently it's really kind of reached out to people which so it's worth a listen uh, another one is a film that's been in pictures, uh, Where the Crawdads Sings, we watched the other night, oh, yeah. or Where the Crawdads Sing. Um, what's she called? Daisy Edgar Jones is the lead in it. Now, she was in Normal People, Normal People which I didn't see, you did. Funnily enough, now, I love both of the main characters because I've seen them in other stuff. The guy, I don't know the guy's name, but uh, he's been in a lot of stuff. He was in that film with Olivia Colman, the weird holiday film. Yeah. And um, I've been wanting to see Where the Crawdads Sings. There was a big kerfuffle about it a few months ago because Taylor Swift did the theme song and it was everywhere and I watched the trailer straight away and I loved the look of the trailer it's about a part of you know the swamp lands in America the marshes that I am I'm enthralled by and anyway it almost plays like a true story yeah and I thought it was such a beautiful sad emotional film and that without it, it almost feels like you know those like American series dramas, yeah. rather than a film. And then the payoff at the end, I thought, was absolutely exquisite. I, th- I just thought it was. We've seen some great films this year, so I'm not going to. But I'd say it's in one of my favourite films I've seen this year. I just loved it. I, I, it was well done. It was, yeah, yeah. I, it's not. Yeah, it's a, it's a very. I would say it's quite a low key film as far yeah. as. But it's um yeah. But it had some great. Characters in it, some good baddies, some good goodies. I loved the goodies. The lawyer, yeah, the, the, the couple in the shop. There were some good goodies in it. It's it's heartwarming. Heartwarming, but, but, heartbreaking. But twisty. Yeah, well worth a look, I would say. Yeah. You know, did it for me. Let's finish. Do you know what I, th- I think I'm going to do? Because we're at 40 minutes. I'm not going to put the travel bit on this one because it's half an hour. So we'll do another one uh, later in the week and we'll we'll do one then, yeah? Okay. So so apologies if you were waiting for the travel bit, because I know I mentioned oh, it earlier. Oh, some people are going to be like, what? 
but I will put that on the next one. I want to finish on something we've just talked about, sleeping naked, right? Yes. Because I disagree with it. You like sleeping naked. You start with clothes on. Well, no, no, no. I like, I, I'm a pyjama girl. Yeah. But In a Barbie world. Yeah. <laughs> but that has to be no underwear. Like, taking your bra off, every woman will back me up on this, is one of the best things ever. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine what that must be like. The only thing, whenever I wear any tight clothes, I mean, it's like shoes, isn't it? Shoes are great. Yeah. They protect your feet, blah, blah, blah. But when you take your shoes yeah. off, best feeling in the world. Well, that's so why I imagine a bra coming off yeah, must be amazing. I, I'm a flip-flop girl because I hate... I'd, that, that's one of they the... still look all right. Don't put yourself down. Shut your face. Are you going to buy shoes? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So still I, a lot of life in them. Shut your... Shush. <laughs> You've talked about my boobs too much on this <laughs> episode. Yeah. Um, so I, I like to be underwear-free. Yeah. And... So I, I quite like the, to go to bed in my pajamas because I get cold to start with. Yeah. Some then normally my bo- my bottoms come off. I like to wear a baggy t-shirt and no bottoms. And you've chastised me for it in the past, right? So I like to wear a pair of shorts in bed. I'm not a never nude, you know. Yeah. I as you found out these last couple of weeks since I don't have mornings anymore. I go for a swim, come back. I tend to walk around the house naked, which I don't want people to picture or throw up at. <laughs> There's only me and you in the house. We have a heck of a lot of windows. But I'm not uncomfortable walking around. I wouldn't say I'm an exhibitionist. Yeah. You know, the people who... I wouldn't go to a nudist beach out like that. It's not, I'm not I'm not hinting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like to wear shorts into bed. There's a comfort thing in it for me. Well, it's funny because this... You, you don't have boxer shorts under your shorts, right? And no, it's, this it's is the bit I don't understand. I call them bed shorts. They're like pyjama shorts. Yeah, but if I wear shorts... Yeah. And even, like, now I've got tracksuit bottoms on. All that's happening is the seam. The... Oh, don't. No, 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 no. But it... it. Right, you're wearing them too tight then. Mine no, are very no, baggy. No, these are baggy. But, like, when you're moving around at night, you know, like... They're riding up, like Simon Cowell trousers. Yeah, so surely having nothing on the bottom is more comfortable. Letting I don't it out. like it. And the worst thing, and this happened last night, right, because the shorts came off. Yeah. And then I'm trying to get to sleep. Everyone's had this. When your bums go together. Yes. And then when you move, it's like they're peeling apart. I'm not saying we're sweaty people. We're not sweaty people. It's just nature. They just stick, don't they? The skin gets together. Something happens. (sighs) The skin gets hot. And then when you move away, it's like... (laughs) Like that. And I'm not having that all night. Yeah. I know what you mean. I put the shorts on. Any friction. Unnoticeable. I mean, it it works where... I don't have my bottoms on, but you do. So that then we don't stick and I'm, you know, I like... As long as somebody's got something on. Well, I, I have to, I like to wear my baggy t-shirt because then if any of the kids come in, generally it, I've got the cover on me. So if there's an emergency. Y- yeah, and, and it normally covers my, my bits anyway. So if I had to jump out of bed, I'd, I'm pretty much covered. I mean, the other night when Be- when we had to do, when I had to do the one thirty am pickup, yeah. when Betsy was poorly on a sleepover. Yeah. Just rolled out of bed. I was in the car in what I got on. Yeah. Simple as that. I don't even think, did I put shoes on? I think, I, I don't know what I put on my feet, but it was done. Yeah. So anyway, that's my thing. And again, I don't know if that's abnormal. But anyway, we're going to wrap the podcast up here. As I said, You've apologies. got a nice bum, by the way. 
I wasn't fishing. <laughs> wasn't fishing. It's and yeah, you have got a sticky bomb. No, um, oh. I would really, really love to get some feedback. I've put a tweet on already about this today about school big. I call them big school distractions. That's the hashtag. I'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Can you out for? Can you put this out to your friends or put a post on our Facebook or whatever we've got? You're talking like the cat penguin stories. Yeah. The true story of someone bringing a cat to school in a bag. The true story of a dog getting into the playground. The true story of someone getting killed in the playground. And the blatant lie about someone stealing a penguin from the zoo and bringing it back to school in the bag. Well. You know, any stories you've got of school distractions. It's things that happened at school that caused a ruckus. Yeah. It's caused something to happen. I was, I, have I told this one before? I'm sure there's loads that I can think of, but I'll have to, I'll have to have a... Do you know what the, have I, have I ever explained to you what Parker Swirls is? I used to use this as a pseudonym when I was a oh, bit younger. yeah, yeah. Have I told you this story? Yeah. So when I went to school, I was really little at school, right? I, I had a growth spurt when I was about 16. But at school, about four foot 11. That was about as tall as I ever got. And before that, even smaller. Right. So I got a secondary school and... I was tiny and I used to wear the snorkel parka, which is the jacket when you zip it up, like Kenny off yeah, South yeah, Park, yeah. you yeah. get the tunnel of fur. I love those coats. Best feeling in the world yeah. as a kid is zipping that up. But I'll tell you what it does for you. It creates zero peripheral vision. You <laughs> literally have tunnel vision, right? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I went to big school, my first year at big school, 1983, and it snowed really heavily. I know you didn't get slow, snow like we did, but it had snowed. Anyway, and I know what you're going to say here. Did I shut the school? Did it, they wouldn't even even been able to have morning <laughs> snack. Well, it snowed, and there were parts of my school where it were three, four feet deep, right? Yeah. And they used to do sheep dipping. You know what sheep dipping is? Probably didn't have this down south. You would get kicked over at school, and everyone around would kick snow on you, and it was called a sheep dip. No, never right? heard of it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the sheep dip, and you just basically get buried in snow. Okay. I'm walking up past the maths block. At school. Yeah. Single story. Our school was massive, by the way. We're in a big, comprehensive city school in Sheffield. I'm walking past the maths block. I've got my parker right up because it's snowing. Yeah. I don't even know what I was doing out because classes were in, right? And I look, I can hear banging. And I look towards the uh, maths block. There's about three or four classes in a line. And all the kids are at the window, like that. And they're looking at me. And I'm thinking... I'm, I'm a second year. I'm brand new at school. You know, you went to school Aww. in the second year. What's happening here? Yeah. Why am I getting this attention at the new school, at the big school? Suddenly, out of nowhere, darkness. The, one of the big kids, one of the sixth formers, has grabbed me snorkel parker with both hands. Yeah. So I can't see anything. Oh. And he started swinging me around. Now, this was called a parker swirl. Parker swirls. Someone's got a parker on. You swirl them around. They don't come out of the parker because their arms are in. You're yeah. being held. Yeah. And they just swing you around for ages, then let you go like, uh, what is it? The um, Throwing the hammer in the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Right? All I can hear is the screams of the kids getting louder, quieter, louder, quieter. So I go round and round and round and then got through. What, what's the teacher doing at this point? No idea. No idea. I mean, I've, I, this bit of it, I can't remember. I'm sure there were teachers rushing to my aid because there were teachers in every one of these Well, it was classes. different back then. My, one of my teachers... He didn't do it whilst I was at the school, but he was known for doing it. There was like three old guys that had been at this school for forever, but the old history teacher 
I'm sure it was a history. It was either English or history teacher, like a proper old school guy. When kids were naughty, used to hang him out of the window. Yeah, like, I've heard so many tales. I think that's like just pre me that. Like my dad's got stories about stuff like that. Pretty much getting proper beaten by teachers. <laughs> so I want to hear from you on school distractions. Anything like that. Yeah. I'd love to hear from you. Actually, in that same maths block, I must have told you this before as well. A guy who ended up being a friend of mine years later, but he was this legend at school. Dave Aston, as always, name were. He once got hold of me again because I was I was pretty much one of the smallest kids in the school. Right. He got hold of me in a maths class, just came into our classroom. I think this is why I were out of school in that other one. It was the change of lessons. So the kids were probably yeah, at the yeah, window, yeah. the teachers weren't in. In one of those maths classes, he just walked in when the teacher was out. He grabbed me and he lifted me up to the ceiling. He had his hand on my back like that, holding me up to the ceiling. And the teacher, who I'm not going to name, but I do know it was, came in and just went, put him down, David. And he dropped me. <gasps> just dropped me to the floor. Massive crack. I was just expected to get on with it. No school nurse, no nothing. Yeah. And he just walked out. I mean, I reckon stuff still goes on like this with the kids in in UK, some of it. Yeah. But yeah, you're not allowed. There's... Mad. So I want to hear from you yeah. on, uh, not school bullying, I don't want to go down that route, but school distractions, big things that happened at school. You know, teachers doing something or something, definitely things that happened in playground or rumours or mad stuff that went on. Oh, Yeah. The, the teacher affairs. There was a few of them that went on. Yeah. I'll tell you what, another one. Now, because you were a fit teacher, right? I, I met you when you were a teacher and I fancied you, obviously. But at school, there was always that one teacher. We had one. Looked a bit like you. And she were dead young. And there were always that room. And there was always that one kid who was supposed to have uh, had it off wearing them on at cupboards. You know what I mean? <laughs> and looking back now, probably did. <laughs> I, I, had a, I had a kid on a trip who... I w- so there was each teacher to each chalet, if you like. Yeah. Um, and I was in the shower, and it, and it, it's one of those like bathrooms that doesn't have a curtain. I ain't got any sexy music ready. Uh, no, but so you know, like it's just like a frosted yeah. window or whatever it is. You in the thing with the kids? Yeah. So each. So, so hold on, you a naked teacher are behind frosted glass, and kids are on the other side. No, 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 no. The the the, the windows on the out going to look out outside. You know, like. Yeah. Sometimes you have those little windows in a bathroom that don't have they they they're on they go to the outside thing. Right. Okay. So he's had to go outside. Yeah. Anyway, one of them got wise and had run round outside of the chalet, and the next thing I see is this face up to the window going ooh like that, and obviously I went mental at him. Yeah. And um, the same thing happened to me as a student years ago like yeah. years before doing exactly the same thing like this this kid and i was only like i don't know yeah 17 and he came around and i i went out and i slapped him around the face fair play although i do remember but as a teacher obviously i couldn't do that i do remember at PE at school the big thing being if you could get a look inside the girls changing rooms it was like a crack in the door, anything. Not that I ever tried, but it was the big thing of, oh God, there's just a lot of naked girls in there. And I can't imagine it were as sexy as it ever felt like at that oh, age, you know. God, school showers. Lovely way to wrap up. Hey, don't get me started because, and I know, let me tell you, 
the experience in a male boys' changing room as a child is a war zone compared oh. to anywhere trying else. To tell, trying to tell Honey that we used to have to do the walkthrough shower. Yeah. Where you used to, had to strip off and they made you strip off, walk through it. They'd watch you, make sure that you actually went yeah. under that shower and back out again. I mean, our teachers would touch you up. And I don't mean in a sexual way, but they would touch bits of your body. They make they sure you're wet. Let's face it. I don't think you're supposed to touch children anywhere in school changing rooms, but they were making sure you'd had a wash. See, it's funny because as girls, you used to be like, oh, miss, I'm on my period every week. Yeah. <laughs> Fake bit of string. <laughs> look, look, it's there. All right, we'll leave it there then. Sorry I cut off the, um, the the travel bit, but I will put it in one in a few days' time. That is episode 116. Please get in touch with your big school distractions, uh, things that happened at your school that took you out of the normal monotony of the day. Um, oh, I've just thought of one in SPE. One of the sex ones, you know, when they teach you about the thing. Yeah, yeah. Save it. I mean, yeah, I will. Actually, I will. A teacher said something about girls and still to this day, no matter how experienced I am in the female anatomy, I don't get. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I might get you to recreate it on the next podcast. I could teach you some stuff. <laughs> Already have. So thanks a lot, guys. That's episode 170, uh, 16. Husband and wife pod at gmail.com. Please get in touch. We're off to watch the funeral. See the sick girls. See you next time. Bye. The end. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.